everybody, what's up? You got Chris Rab, and this is another episode of Wasted Local Talent. I'm Cecily. <laughs> oh, yep, I'm Blake. I'm Connor. I'm, I'm Zach. I'm Adelaide. And I'm Derek, and this is uh, a podcast about Van Gilder. Van Gilder. Guys, <laughs> yeah. thank you so much for coming on today. How's it going? Pretty great. It's good, man. How are you doing? Awesome. Awesome. Sunday fun day. <laughs> True. Living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> So uh, tell everybody, you know, about your band. Well, um, we're like a R&B, rockish. Honestly, I can't really give you a genre. Awesome. I don't know if anyone else can describe <laughs> Blues, it. Jazz. Yeah. Blues yeah. jazz. Blues jazz, yeah. Our default ex- explanation of our type of music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we just formed in Morgantown, West Virginia, and... Basically, we just do a lot of gigs in Morgantown. We're trying to get um, to different places, but yeah. And you guys are all from, well, you're not all from Morgantown, but. All Based out of Morgantown. Yeah. yeah. WVU affiliation. Is that how all you yeah. guys know each other? Yeah. Well, cool. Except for Blake. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Go no, ahead. No, you got no, it. You go ahead. Me and Connor worked together for a long time. We both went to the same high school, but Connor graduated a couple years ahead of me. And then, uh. In the summers, we'd both work at the same restaurant, Books and Brews, Hurricane, West Virginia, also Charleston. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we were partying in Charleston together one time <laughs> with our boss, and uh, Connor was just telling me about how he's got this van up or a band up in Morgantown called Van Gilder, and that he'd like me to come up and practice with them sometime and just jam out because he knew we play guitar. And, um, Came up there and then just kind of stuck really well, I think. I'm really happy where we're at right now. Yeah. Blake's phenomenal on guitar, so it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't too hard to get him in Thank the mix. Thank you, Zach <laughs> <laughs> You're phenomenal on drums. Yeah. Yeah, but um, so we kind of met, like, it's weird because we all met about different ways. So mm-hmm. Adelaide and Derek and I met at the Governor School for the Arts in 2015 when we were in high school. But Derek and I went to high school together, so we already knew each other. But. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we got to college, and Adelaide and I literally just started playing, like, acoustic stuff just for fun mm-hmm. and didn't really think that it was going to be much or wanted it to be something, but, you know, just didn't really know anybody. And then one day I was out day drinking after a WVU football game. And Sounds about right. Yeah, I was on a, I was on a porch, and then um, Zach walked up. He was he was just there, and we, start, we started talking. He's like, I play drums, and I was like, I play guitar. I have a, a singer, and we're looking for a band. And I followed him around literally the entire day, <laughs> drunkenly. And with, Drummers are the yeah. hardest thing to kind of <laughs> snare in your project. It's like we got a bunch of people involved. They're great. We just need to get that drummer. Mm-hmm. Usually For you're sure. the catalyst to kicking it off, well, taking it to the, the formal we're a band level. We, we eventually ended up at my house and played pretty rowdy music for a while and uh, we loved it. And uh, then we got Adelaide in the mix later on and really meshed well. Yeah. Was was that at the Van Gilder house? Was that where you guys were living then? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's where the name came from, obviously, yeah. Yeah. Van Gilder. Our old, oh, okay. Yeah. It's like our old, um, well, it was his house, but it was our practice space. Right. So that's like where we first formed and where everything happened. And 
Yeah. It's the cradle. The That's cradle of the baby. Around. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. That's where Connor stalked. Zach. Yeah. <laughs> I would just come around and be like, just creep on his stuff, leave him presents on his doorstep, <laughs> letting him know you were interested, but not too interested. Dead mice and birds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of your hair, some fingernails. Please be our job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, like, it just worked really well. Like, we just meshed really well, and it was surprising and new and fun. And then uh, we wanted to get more serious because we started writing songs, and we, we had actually a lot of trouble finding a basis. We went through, like, three, like, other people trying out, and then we're like... You did? Well, I mean... We did. Originally... Like who? <laughs> the I could not even <laughs> oh. tell you their names, man. I don't even remember them. Originally, when I was like, oh, let's let's contact Derek, I was like another guitarist exactly, you know i yeah. didn't think that he would end up being the bassist he's amazing at everything so mm. yeah. it works he's definitely the th- awesome. so at the governor school for the arts i was the second guitar seat he was the first one. Oh wow yeah so it was it's kind of a weird thing to be in a band when you're the guitarist and the bass player is much 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 better than you <laughs> the guitar. it's all right he'll just write all the riffs and take all the credit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he writes my solos for me. <laughs> <laughs> How many instruments do you play, Derek? I don't even know. Well, How many can you yeah, play? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Anything. Guitar, bass, viola. Piano. I mean, yeah, a little bit of piano. I used to take lessons, but... Mandolin. Uh, Mandolin, that's cool. I mean, if it's, got, if it's got strings on it, I can probably figure it out. Mm. Yeah. So. That's awesome, man. That is really awesome. Good luck getting him to sing, but he has a good voice, too. He does, yeah. yeah he has a really nice voice. It's real deep. It's real bassy. Real sexy. <laughs> <laughs> how's that How's that not being... Ooh. <laughs> He's single, ladies. Wait, can you do that again? What? Thank you very much. <laughs> And we said we weren't going to get boned up in this oh episode. That went out the window. That went out the window quickly. Oh, no. So yeah. velvety. So velvety. Potato soup without potatoes. Listen, if my mom hears this, she's going to get really upset. Oh, she well, made the potato soup. Oh, was oh, it good? Is mom, it? it was great, okay? okay. <laughs> Just kidding, I was the only one that had it. Great. It looked like hummus. Ooh. It did. It's, but the, it's the love cream. that counts, you know. It's the thought. <laughs> it's just a bit different. It's made we, with tofu. Uh, it doesn't have okay. the chunks in it. No mm. bacon. <laughs> Ooh. Well, possibly blended bacon. We're not sure. No, no. Pureed. Yeah. <laughs> Soy bacon. It was definitely a, a spread and not not a soup. Right. Yeah. Something to put on a cracker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That could work. Actually, that'd be really good. Yeah, yeah that wouldn't be terrible. <laughs> put the soup on this cracker. <laughs> so, um, how long have you guys been a band? How long has this been going on? Um, well, we started together playing um, our first show, which was just us, was mm-hmm. in two thousand seventeen. It was in Hurricane, Miss Virginia. Oh, just you and yeah, I. Yeah, like with just us. Oh but yeah, that, that was that was a long time ago. So I would say like two years that like we've been serious about playing music. But as a full band, we've only been playing out for like a year. Oh, so this is kind of fresh. This it is, is yeah. this is kind of the debut. It is, yeah. Like, is this the first kind of press thing that you guys have done as uh, as the well, newly time. realized and reformed? Yeah, no, I would say so. I mean, we we had an interview for like a Morgantown Sound show that we did. Oh, um, right on. Yeah, yeah. but those they, are really fun. They are super fun, but they didn't turn my mic on. <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah. So, like, no. every time that like they ask me a question, you see me like, 
<laughs> and you can just nothing. So classic college radio. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But um yes, yeah, so, I mean this really is kind of like the first Great. promotional thing. So Great to have you. Yeah. Great to have you. So you you describe your sound as kind of like a, a weird melting pot. Yeah. Of uh influences. What are what are some of the greatest like influences of the band? Um I would say for me, like Hiatus Coyote, Lake Street Dive, um, like well, it's strange because Blake and I were just talking about this. We all like have different yeah, inspirations. Honestly, it, it, that's important different. for a successful band. It's really, really stratified. Yeah, like completely. Like I'm into like metal and like emo stuff and indie stuff, right. rock, all that, and also the blues and the jazz and stuff. Blake is like straight blues and like all that good yeah, stuff. A lot of classic rock. Um, kind of recently getting into the jazz and yeah. starting to starting to expand my music taste. I'm starting to find a lot of new stuff that I like. Recently started liking some rap music, which was weird for me. <laughs> Love rap music. Yeah, yeah it's strange, man. Like Love Mac Miller. Rap music. I actually have to thank these guys for showing yeah. me Mac Miller. Otherwise, I would have no clue. Yeah, um, a lot of great MCs out there right now doing it. For sure. Like indie rap and underground sure. hip hop mm-hmm. has never yeah. been mm-hmm. kind of better. Yeah, I know Xavier, um, our keyboardist. He's in a, um, a group called Quai. Mm. And it's kind of like a rap collective, I would say, because there's like a lot of independent artists that will come in and play shows with them. Um, like Bastard Wolf is one of them that he was great. We just played a show with them like two weeks ago or three weeks ago or something, and he was amazing. But no, the, the rap scene, like, you know, it. I feel like it gets a bad rep because of SoundCloud and sure. like the famous mm-hmm. rappers. But I mean, like, you know, true artists too are actually about you know, with their craft. I feel like it's. Things like this is just, you know, the best way to get people out there, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's trying to, yeah, trying to share the love, man. For sure. It's it's tough being an artist of any genre in West Virginia. Exactly. We've talked about that a lot in the podcast. And I think it's interesting to kind of get everybody's struggles kind of on the table, especially yeah. from people who play. I mean, we'll have everything from, you know, an MC to, a, you know, a full-blown band like you guys, you know, death metal band like mine. You know, we're just kind of all over the place. What would you say is the... Even though you've just started like a year ago, what is the biggest problem you guys have encountered right now? Like the booking you had mentioned? Yeah. Just kind of getting getting your name out there and getting those opportunities? Yeah, it's like for every like the five shows that you get booked, two of them are going to fall through. That know? is real deal Holyfield. Yeah, like, I mean, we've had shows like scheduled in Huntington and like Kentucky and different places, that, but they just, they just fell through what? for no reason, you yeah. know? Note to self, <laughs> gigs in Huntington may not be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the truth. I mean, like the V Club in we, Huntington. We've played, yeah, we've played a couple gigs in Huntington. Yeah. One time we almost got our trailer broken into. Really? And like another time there was another incident. So it's just, it's just one thing. It's yeah. just one thing after another. Exactly. No. Charleston too, I hate to say it, but Charleston's becoming a little bit of a liability. For sure. For sure, it's it, it's rough. It's rough in the southern part of the state. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's definitely kind of like I don't know a trend in a lot of places in West Virginia. I think it's starting to uh, kind of doesn't really matter where you go. You're always going to have something shady going on somewhere close, which sure. is unfortunate. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, West Virginia is not exactly known for their uh, outstanding citizens when it comes to like <laughs> opiates and other crimes and. Poverty, yeah. opioid dependence, nasty mix. Yeah, and especially like in places like Huntington, Parkersburg, all oh, yeah. those kind of places, like it's just really bad. 
Yeah, I actually got slipped a date rape drug oh, outside what? of uh, no way. Parkersburg. Yeah. Seriously. My band was playing a gig in Marietta right across the river there. Yeah. Um, at a great place called the Adelphia. I don't know yeah, if you've heard Adelphia it, but Musical. it's a great, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a great, good, good venue. Yeah, great venue. Gig went awesome. Um, we had headlines, so we had to just get our stuff and get the fuck out, more yeah. or less, so we didn't get a chance to party. Wanted to go buy a couple of beers at the gas station by the hotel, and of course, we were like eight minutes late yeah. to the cutoff time. Oh, so we were like, damn. well, because you know, after a gig, you're fired up. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, the, you just can't, all right, well, I'm going to go settle down. <laughs> yeah, and go, like, go I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> so yeah. trying to get a couple of cocktails in. So we go to this like really haggard after hours bar where we roll in and it just smells like Axe body spray and there's way too many affliction t-shirts, <laughs> cigarettes. Like you can tell that everyone's on some terrible drugs. And yeah. we're like, well, let's just get a couple of shots and we'll get the hell out of here. <laughs> so we do that. I drink like two shots of JMO and a Coors Light. And then 20 minutes later, I just started fading. Oh, oh my, gosh. my God. So that's scary, man. Yeah, it was luckily, you know, I was with them boys, you know, we were already back that's, at the hotel at yeah. that point, but, uh, yeah, dodged happens. a bullet there. That's real. You're not the only And as person. a dude, you know what I mean? It was yeah. me and my buddy. It's not like I was with a, you know, a good looking girl that it was meant for them. Like yeah. we were a couple of hairy, sweaty metal dudes just trying to get the post cocktail. <laughs> it's like, who's trying to take you home? Right. Well, <laughs> A little backstory on it is the the bartender was really kind of flirty looking back on it on my buddy. Oh. He was. He was like, oh, bro, you know, nice beard, man. Yeah, uh. you got, that's a nice beard. I got a beard, too. <laughs> oh, you look like you're in a band. Like, are you guys in a band? Oh, you played a gig? That's cool. What kind yeah. of... I was like, man, this guy's really interested in my guy. Ooh. Like, And, you know, I'm a bartender by trade, so I noticed like, this guy's paying way too much attention to my boy right now. For sure. But I should have known. Damn. You really got you're that. That Mickey, I... that Mickey was was meant for him. I took the hit. <laughs> I was oh, gonna say, man. so it's people like you. You're the reason I can't get a drink at the bar. You know, you're nah. the one that's got the bartender all occupied and stuff. <laughs> Wasn't trying to break any hearts, but it just kind of happened. It's kinda no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess going back to it, it's just tough uh, out on the road in the WV. You're gonna see some shit. Yeah. You're gonna go out there and you're gonna gig and you're gonna see some fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Where's the you guys have played like um in relation to morgantown morgantown yeah it would be hurricane yeah Yeah. i mean like we've had gigs you know like i said they they were lined up but fell through shortly after louisville would have been that would have been our farthest yeah yeah but yeah no my uh Mm -hmm. i have a good friend scott smith and he's actually an independent artist as well he's based out of louisville um he invited us down for a show and stuff and we're he wants to get us a show, um, and like down there, and then we have a couple of dates that we're we're trying to get set up. But yeah, um, just keep grinding, man. Exactly, you know. There's always going to be another opportunity. You know, you can't let no one thing you know, bring it down and stop you. That's just kind of. I think I've been in a band going on seven years now, like yeah. in the same band. So it's hard to keep a band together for that long. For sure. And I think the biggest problem is that people don't understand how important the persistence is mm-hmm. in it, because for every hundred hey you know we're such and such we play this we would love a great opportunity to come play you're gonna get a 10 percent return yeah on those messages there's just so much static and so much noise and so many artists trying to do the exact same thing that you are for sure mm-hmm. are you guys familiar with the indie bible Mm-mm. you should invest in the indie bible it's essentially a genre by genre specific breakdown of 
bookers, clubs. Really? You know, different promoters that you can contact state by state, city by city for your specific genre. That's awesome. That could be really cool. And there's also like a lot of great uh, DIY support on how to best way utilize your social media platforms. For sure. And I highly recommend it. Yeah, no, honestly, that's highly recommend it. Eye opening, man. Eye opening. Yeah. I think social media is something we need to get a little better at. Yeah, for sure. Everybody does. Yeah. Everybody does. Being consistent, being like, is Mm -hmm. this content that we're putting out even interesting? Yeah. Right. Um, But yeah, just be persistent. Keep plugging away. The opportunities will come for sure. Yeah, that that for sure. One thing you said just a second ago, you were talking about the grind and the persistence. Like, I definitely have a. first people that come to mind are like one of my best friends who's in a band called Duquesne and they're in Huntington shout out to them check out their music um but you know they've been a band for maybe two years now and but and they're just now starting to gain some traction it but I mean they've been time. grinding like real hard and that's that's like a once we get our first little album recorded here like that's definitely our next goal our next phase is try to go ahead we just want to have something professionally down yeah do you guys do all your own tracking like at this point in time do you kind of just diy that yeah so like everything we've done so far we have uh we have the two eps on soundcloud um we just released one like last week and it's more of a demo it's like a compilation of like live recordings and demos that he made in the basement and that like we we all mix so all that stuff is diy nice yeah and like we've been Waiting to release stuff on streaming, you know, streaming platforms just until we get something just like Blake said that's more professional and that we're all like proud of. Sure. Stuff. So I'm a big fan of tracking as much as you can within house. For sure. Save the money, save the time, create that work environment where you're comfortable to kind of let your ideas go. Mm -hmm. Because when you pay for that shit by the hour, man, like it is not a good creative environment. Yeah, no, for sure. Because you're like, all right, well, Clearly, the tracking wasn't great today because being a musician, you're not a robot. You're just not going to go in there and be, oh, well, I'm just going to do the thing. For sure. No matter how technically proficient you are, some days you're just off. Yeah. And that's why the the tracking in your own environment. Because you can spend a lot of money to get that mixed, mastered down however you want. That's where the real magic comes into play. That's very true. Shout out to technology. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So one one little question that I always like to ask a musical artist, uh, even though you're a little newer to the game, do you want to share the worst gig you ever played story? (laughs) What would that be? Even if it's not, (laughs) maybe if it's not, maybe if it's not even within this band, but your worst gig story, because those are always a lot of fun. Go ahead, Connor. (laughs) (laughs) Um... This was our, like, first show before Blake joined the band. It was, like, the next show you were going to join. And it was at 123. Who were we playing for? Who were we opening up with? I'll try to forget uh, that show as much as I can. Was it Culture uh, Thief? <laughs> and Culture Thief, I think? I think it was Venus Flytrap and oh. Gold oh. Horseshoe. Yeah, maybe. Something like that, yeah. Um, literally in the first song, my guitar just started cutting out. And I was like, okay, you know, this happens sometimes. Like, it'll probably come back in. Right. Maybe it's a bad cable oh, or a battery. No. So, so then, thinking, like, oh, we can we can fix this. And I was the only guitarist in the band. We didn't have Xavier, so literally all that's playing is drums and bass and the vocals. Oh wow! And so I'm sitting there with no signal, and I'm down on my pedal board, like trying to mess everything up. This is literally the first song. Yeah. And I can't get it to work, and then it comes back, and I'm like, okay, sweet. 
20 seconds later, out. Oh, no. Nothing. And I, and I can't figure it out. I unplug everything. Yeah. Nothing. So I had to play literally an eight-song set with, like, 25% of it had guitar on it, oh, if that. Wow. It was the most did you continue? Did you continue to play? Oh, yeah. No, you, I, just, you, go, you just ghost-rocked I, it? I, I literally just played it without an amp. Like, well, yeah. I, I, I will say it did get to the point where we're like... <laughs> Other bands, anyone oh have a guitar God. we could yeah, borrow? Which no. sucked, but like it was also really nice that well, they you, like. Yeah, you let need us, to throw out yeah. that life preserver. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, obviously everyone knew we were having some technical <laughs> it was difficulties. Really obvious. Yeah. So <laughs> something's not right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we were just like, why not at that point? Because we were like, what six songs in? Maybe we had like <laughs> yeah. two left. He's like, anyone got a guitar? And so I Damn. get the I get the guitar, and I. For Van Gilder, I really stay on the rhythm pickup, you know, which is like the top pickup on the guitar. I really don't go to the treble ever. It's very rare that I do. This guitar only had a treble pickup. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, it's a junior. Some kind of juniorish guitar. No, it's just that the the, the, the rhythm one didn't work. It was, oh, it was an Epiphone <laughs> SG, and it's like it literally guitar. just didn't work. The yeah, it's didn't on the tires. Yeah, and I also had like my sister came up and surprised me at that show. Like oh, my old like wow. family friends came up and surprised me that like he's a musician and like I looked up to him as a kid and I was like super excited and so that was like the most miserable show. Shame, right? <laughs> <laughs> but then the next show we played was with Blake, and that was easily mm. our best show I think yeah. that we played so far. Which which one was that? Oh, God. Which one? That was the Chris Jacobs no. show. Oh, it was, no. It was a gig. There was, was really one gig good. before Chris Jacobs. Oh. Yeah. We played with, um, it wasn't, it was Tanagra. Was that the benefit, was the benefit show? Benefit? That was the one you oh, set up, Cecily. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's one that of my game. favorites. That's awesome. I'm so glad you guys enjoyed that. No. That I, and the Arboretum show, those were like my top two. You guys personally. played at the Arboretum show? Yeah. Last year. Yeah, and we played in the, the spring? The, the yeah. Oh, festival. okay, okay. I didn't go to that one because I was still living in DC at that point, but yeah. um, that's awesome. I'm so mm-hmm. glad that you guys like that. And the benefit show was uh, for anyone listening, it was something I organized for. Um, the National Hunger and Homelessness Awareness Week. Yeah. Just saying. So you guys did it for a great cause. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, you had the food drive going and, like... Mm-hmm. Um, it was honestly extremely successful, like... Yeah. And there was a lot of people that were coming, like, just to drop off food. And, like, a lot of people came, like, just to yeah. see the bands and stuff. It was really, really... I mean, I was I was definitely proud to be a part of it, oh, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm so glad that could be that for you guys. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. that was probably one of the best gigs I've ever had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was yeah, great. it felt it was so, so good. good. The energy was really yeah. great. Yeah. Just came off stage and was just like had blacked out for our set and then I was just like but it was a good blackout yeah it was like a good one blackout with like drinking no 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 no, 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 no. just no. like just for the magic just, just of in the, the vibe uh, yeah it's like I don't know like the first time you played with a band out it's kind of yeah. like a pop in your musical cherry and like when we had yeah. like so when we had our show our like first show was just like a full band it was, the, it was at the it was at the it was at the Potion Castle in Morgantown, and that? it's literally a house. And he like oh. he has like bands come through there every month that he sets up. It's really cool, yeah. honestly. That's awesome. Noah Badson. He also runs the um like he hosts the like one two three stand up comedy at one two three oh, a lot. Okay. Yeah. I don't know him, but I, okay. I know of that, so yeah. I'm gonna have to look out for him. Yeah. yeah, they have a lot of cool bands coming through there, though. Yeah. Yeah, but that was like our first show, and I remember having like the same thing. I literally like blacked out, and I just—I don't remember any of it except for like how much fun it was and how yeah. like amazing oh I thought it was chasing so chasing that dragon, yeah. that first show vibe. Yeah, but then I went back and listened to that show well, like recordings, yeah. and it was. I was gonna say, I, I was the only yeah. sober one. So. There's a video of it on YouTube. 
there is. Oh. I, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. I literally played the wrong thing for like half the song. Uh. Peace of my heart. Is that no, the it, one was, that it was. It was you don't have to speak. Peace of my heart. And I was, I, I just played the wrong part the entire time. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Just, At our but, second Potion Castle show, I got really rowdy. I was not expecting that. Yeah. Our good friend Nate Hoberg. <laughs> Shout out to him. Can I guess who that is? Does he have the black curly? Yes. Hair? <laughs> if you're at a Van Gilder show, you okay. will see a tall, yeah. scraggly he's, guy he's with black always hair. Always in the front. Van Gilder number. Van Gilder's number one fan. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. He's oh, I love him. He's always raging. Yeah. And you guys are like so yeah. smooth, but he is crazy. Yeah, it really yeah. is like over exaggerated. Yeah. Like, you're great. What, I Nate likes Nate to party it. more than anybody I know. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I love him so much. He was so close at the Potion Castle show that like he ran into the microphone and it like. Oh. <laughs> it was a good time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Whenever we played that house show, right, on uh, Pennsylvania Avenue. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Nate was just, like, just oh, yeah. going hard. And he, like, he was, like, coming over just, like, slapping my guitar. And I was just like, you, you play it, Nate. You play it. <laughs> <laughs> he was having such a good time. Uh, that was great, too, actually. Wasn't that? A, that, was that was so was much fun. fun. Oh, you were there? She was there. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. The that, Pennsylvania show? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you were... Yeah, that's all I need to say. <laughs> 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 when in a house show. I was yeah. falling over my amp more than I would like it to It was admit great, though. Night. It was such a fun time. It was a yeah. post-Halloween mm-hmm. house yeah. party, so the Saturday after Halloween, everybody was... Oh, boy. Yeah, it was a good time. Oh, yeah, it was good Still time. got some makeup caked on from the night before. Yeah. They're out for blood. Something. Yeah, something's caked on. <laughs> Yeah, that was a fun night. I don't though. know what it is. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. Shout out to the house party shows. Yeah, the yeah. seriously. No, Those I, are the best. They really are. Those like, are the best. We just have, like, really good friends in Morgantown who they've supported us, like, the entire, like, the past year. They're, they mm-hmm. come out to every show, and whenever we throw a house party, they're, like, there's just, like a, like, a group of people that are always there, you know? Yeah. And, like, I wouldn't consider them fans. They're just friends, you know, of ours. Right. Well, they started out as, like, well, I'm going to support you because I like you. Exactly. But then they're like, this isn't terrible. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get them. It's a pretty good time to go to a show and get, you know, a free keg and all that stuff. Sure. Yeah. Well, the keg yeah. doesn't hurt. The keg definitely yeah. doesn't hurt getting it's people It's a little incentive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. I remember, was the benefit show where you guys kind of did a, you like grouped together and did a couple songs with everyone else? Yeah, I think we played with some guys from Tadagra, like Nick and Cole as well. And uh, me and Derek actually each sang a song, which was really new for, at least for me. I did Family Affair by uh, Sliding the Family Stone. I was singing and playing drums, which was interesting. Mm -hmm. And then Derek played a Zappa tune. Two of them. Muffin Man. Oh, yeah, we did Muffin we, Man, we too. Did Muffin Man. And uh, My Guitar Wants to Kill Your Mama. If anybody knows that one. <laughs> <laughs> deep, deep cut. <laughs> deep track. I guess so. <laughs> That's awesome. I really liked your cover of uh, Redbone. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's always a fun one to do. Mm-hmm. Gets the crowd going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys uh, got coming up? You guys got some shows on the slate? You got any any uh, release dates or teasing of a release going on? Well, um, let me see here. <laughs> March 16th, we'll be at 123 Pleasant for the Townie show. Is that what it Townie is? Yeah, it's like Townie Fest. Townie Festival. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. A bunch of local bands come. So that's like the it. Saturday after spring break. That's um, awesome. The March 21st, we're doing another benefit gig at 123 
for uh, Ruby Memorial. And then March 23rd, we have a gig scheduled in Wheeling right now. Oh, awesome. So that should be cool, getting us to a new place. Where um, are you going to play in Wheeling? Uh, it's to be determined. TBD. I know a guy who's setting it up, but um, it actually might be in Northern Community College. Okay. I'm not sure because they, be cool. yeah, in like the theater, they have a lot of different stuff. It's like a black history thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be doing a lot of like covers, like local artists. Yeah. yeah. So that should be cool. And then um, we're going to try to get some studio time here soon. Yeah. Our, yeah. Like our main main project that we've been yeah. working on right now is the album. Like, Are you guys going to do an EP, a full length? What are you thinking? Well, we released the EP on SoundCloud, which is just kind of like okay. live recordings and stuff. But a lot of the songs that are on the EP are going to be on the album. So it, it's a true EP. It's yeah. the early preview kind mm-hmm. of deal. Yeah, it is. That, yeah. Our band did that. Like, we did an EP and we're like, oh, we need to get all these songs. We're like, well, a few of these songs are kind of bangers like yeah. maybe we re-recorded them and exactly they would yeah. grow and that's exactly yeah. what happened for sure but i, I mean, don't know we had a pretty great rehearsal last night so yeah. we might have some new stuff on there we'll see yeah we got some never heard never before heard songs <laughs> 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 yeah. um but yeah that's definitely we how many songs were on our ep that we put on soundcloud uh, six, six? Mm-hmm. no Oh, it's seven. I know there's three. Three was the first one. Oh, okay. So yeah, we added like mm-hmm. more. Yeah. And some are repeats one. too. Like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Saturn and No, no More. more the, yeah, the version of No More of You is uh, the same as the one on the first EP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. but it's. I actually remixed it's it. Pretty, oh, you before, did? Yeah, yeah. No, I remixed it before I put it on there. So it's a little different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not much different though. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever we get into the studio, we we've finally come up with eight songs, and so two of them are going to be brand new that we kind of we literally made last night. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, awesome. and it just kind of happened and felt really good and kind of fit the vibe of everything else. So uh, definitely, we think we're hoping to start recording March seventeenth, and then we'll see how long it takes to get it out after that. But hopefully we can get it out soon. So probably that's before the before summer, I would say. Yeah, and nice. that's only on SoundCloud right now. Right? The EP is only on SoundCloud mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like all of our stuff right now is only on SoundCloud. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Have you guys ever considered doing any like crowdfunding to help uh, with the cost of the the full length? We were talking about because that's going to be it's going to be expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, we all like we all have jobs and we all work and stuff, yeah, and yeah. so I mean like. We talked about putting together a GoFundMe, you know, putting a 10% as an incentive uh, for a charity donation mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but How do you guys feel about Kickstarter? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the same thing as GoFundMe, right? Uh, not exactly. Okay. Because Kickstarter, when you contribute to Kickstarter, you are seeing to the completion of an artistic endeavor. Oh, okay. Where a GoFundMe is kind of like, hey, you may or may not be working on something right now, but please support the band. Kind of like a Patreon okay. to help keep it float. I got float. you. But a Kickstarter says that you're giving us this money because we're doing this record. And when you complete, when we complete the process, you're it's essentially a glorified pre-order. For sure. Yeah. But there's always a tangible thing that you get at the end of a Kickstarter. Yeah. Like an incentive or something like that. Right. Whether it be you throw them some apparel, but it's always a completion of a project. In this sure. case, it'll be your record. Okay. I highly recommend Kickstarter. Yeah. No, I didn't know about that actually. Like, I didn't know yeah. the difference between the two of them. We've done two. Really? And they take like, depending on how much money you generate, 
the percentage will change, but it's usually 10 to 15%. They take that, but Mm -hmm. nearly every crowdfunding platform is going to take a piece. For sure. Mm -hmm. So my recommendation to that would be to kind of incorporate that into the goal to make sure that you're, you don't fall short of the goal. Mm -hmm. One thing that's problematic about it is if you do not reach your goal on Kickstarter, you get nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Ouch. Seriously, you don't get so oh. like so like everybody's money just goes Kickstarter. Four thousand. Say you have a five grand thing, you raise all but ten dollars, you get nothing. But it do, does it go back to Kickstarter? Or? Well, no one gets charged. Oh, you okay. only get charged. Oh. Gotcha. You only get That's charged. What I was about to say once the project <laughs> has been successfully funded. I was about to say, I'm about to start like my own website. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do that to rip people off for thousands oh. of dollars. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a great platform, and really, it's a good way to have people invested in the process. For sure. You know, as it happens. Yeah. So I just. I highly recommend. Yeah, no, appreciate yeah. it. That's I awesome. Recommend. Good suggestions. So, um, going into the next thing, <laughs> what would you say people can look forward to on the full length compared to the stuff that you've put out so far? I mean, obviously, the band grows, the direction changes. What could you tell people about what you've put out compared to what's going to come out? I would say I think we have a little bit more of like a groovy R&B feel to the newer songs that we've been putting together. Very cool. Um, Yeah, for some reason, that's just where we've been headed, and I'm loving it. I (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but... When in doubt, the groove. (laughs) The groove and R&B, you can't really go wrong with it. No. But I honestly think that some of our best songs are the ones we haven't released yet. Yeah. Honestly, like our newer ones that like we're... Just now developing, I think, that are easily some of our best ones. And We've played our newer one a couple of times, I think, at the last, like, two gigs. Yeah, and, and it's gotten... So, the one that we started with the last show, the really slow one. Mm, I don't know. Mm, yeah. What's it called? What's the name of it? 6.30 a.m. Oh, 6.30 a.m. Is it on SoundCloud? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, it's unreleased right now. Too fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Too <laughs> well, new. I mean, you know, we didn't want to... You know, we didn't want to put all of our good cards on the table with, sure. with, with an EP. Because, I mean, the, the point of the EP was more so just to put something out that... Where they can find you. Yeah, yeah. you know, like, if, so we can send, you know, we send venue stuff, we can send people stuff. And also, mm-hmm. more so is for us so that we know exactly what we want to do when we get in the studio. Right. And that we don't have to worry about not knowing what we're going to track. Um, but also, I think that what people have to look forward to, what I'm looking forward to the most, is everything that we put out on SoundCloud was done by us by me and him and my stepbrother alec knew he helped he helped with the mixing of it mm-hmm. but i mean having like a professional year with somebody who really knows what they're doing because i mm-hmm. uh, our ep was recorded with garage band and the one wow. we, the one we just put out was done with uh reaper. yeah with reaper so i mean we really don't necessarily know what we're doing it's just kind of like just, just diy and it's just guessing just and buttons and stuff you know <laughs> but yeah, that's what you have to do though no it is you know i mean it's yeah. a learning process but yeah. and it's extremely fun but I, you know, I, I love this band and I want, you know, I want to have something that's representative of that. As, as polished of a product exactly. as you mm-hmm. can. No, I think everyone wants that. You want to see your baby be as shiny as possible yeah. at the yeah. end. I feel like as little as I know about recording, your voice still sounds like velvet yeah. on those SoundCloud <laughs> recordings. I'm not kidding. I'll show you. 
Nice. Well, thank so you. Nice. I was yeah. really, I was getting very frustrated with one of the songs. Um, <laughs> we literally recorded the vocals to our, right now our top listen to track. We recorded the vocals an hour before our last show. And we went and released it at that show. Oh, God. Which yeah. one was it? With All My Love. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, oh, wait, that's not Julia. No, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm just trying to think because I listen to your SoundCloud a lot. A lot of those listens, I'm sure, are mine. <laughs> Me too. But you let it just play. You're like, which song is which? I don't know. Right, right. No, I get yeah. that. Yeah, actually, our top listen to city right now is Edinburgh, England, which I have a feeling what? is because of you. Because me, we released it when you were over in like I wasn't over in there. <laughs> Somebody in England really. It's like one person is really Heathrow likes Airport us. Airport in. No, no. I don't know. I thought it was you because, like, I don't know. Yeah. That would make more sense than us having a fan base in if England. You're out I don't there, know. They're With this. the internet, yeah. you never know. <laughs> yeah. You That's never great. know. There's actually um, Crichton Castle right outside of Edinburgh that's related to my family. So maybe I've got some family over Look there. Look at that. Repping Van Gilder. You never know. Nice. Who knew? The Buckner Castle. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really a statement. <laughs> well, it's, it's actually the Crichton Castle. It's oh, on my Crichton. mother's side. So, yeah. Yeah. But, not Buckner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. Yeah. Also, mixing your own stuff is kind of a pain. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just impossible to get it to sound good enough yeah. when you're doing I your feel own. like you're too close in that part of the process. Right. That's when you need the outside ear to For be sure. like. Yeah. This works, this doesn't work, because when you do it all yourself, that's what happens to it. Like, you can't see it for what it is. Yeah. Not sincerely. And that's not anybody's yeah. fault. It's not because you're not honest with being an artist, but it's just like, it's just tunnel vision. You mm -hmm. work so hard yeah. on something, you get that tunnel vision, you can't see the whole picture. For sure. Yeah. I yeah. think we're probably definitely more critical of our music than anybody else is, you know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you have to I think every artist is <laughs> yeah. a self-deprecating... Yeah. yeah, it'd be nice to have somebody that's not in the band listen to it and be like, man, this kicks ass. Like, well, yeah. last you night, should stop now. Having Chris Kuski, he's going to be working with us. Yeah, yeah he's actually going to be the one producing it. Yeah. Excellent. He was at our rehearsal last night and already... The tips he was giving us, I was just like, "Yeah, he this is in my mind. I just don't know how to say it. And he just like put it into words. He literally mm -hmm. like helped us write a song last night. Oh, yeah. It, it was sweet. Shout out <laughs> to Chris Kusky. Yeah. Go listen to his album on Spotify and other streams. Yeah, yeah. he just it's released an so album. Good. Excellent. Dandelion. Yeah, it was called Dandelion. He's amazing. Is he like R&B yeah. too? Yeah, it's like R&B, kind of like I get yeah, Maroon 5 hardcore. funky stuff. Five? Old school oh. Maroon 5. Old yeah. School. yeah. Old school, like the good yeah. stuff. Yeah, the good stuff. He has like this really deep, like a bassy voice. He's a really good musician. So uh, the drummer for Mandarin Friends. JC. Yeah, he mm -hmm. did the entire album. He played drums on the whole album. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and it was, it was recorded at the Blues Alley, which is where we're going to be recording. That's so cool. Yeah, awesome. yeah. I love that. It's really, really <laughs> it's <so> nice. <laughs> I yeah. like how you guys are just like switching around band members. <laughs> well, what's what's the other keyboardist's name? Xavier. 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 Xavier Williams. Not here right now. Couldn't make it. Professor X is what he goes by. I like that. That's it's really fitting when you hear him play. Yeah. We named a song after sci-fi. It's just the dude is a master at his, his thing, and he's only been, he hasn't really even been playing for more than like four or five years, I think. Yeah, he's only been playing for like four or five years. Shut up. Swear to God, he told me <laughs> one of those virtuoso people that make yeah. everybody sick. <laughs> it makes me yeah, it makes me really angry. <laughs> yeah. How I dare am. you be so talented, sir? <laughs> yeah, I'm, 
I asked him. I was first time he came over and jammed with us because I was like just absolutely stunned. I was like, so man, like, where, how long have you been taking lessons and stuff? He's like, dude, I just watch like YouTube videos. I'm like, oh, people like you, man. Like, give me some of your talent, please. He also told me he practices like three hours a day. So yeah. I think he's that got the drive side side behind it. it too. Mm-hmm. It's nope. literally just natural talent. That practice doesn't do anything. For me. He wakes up, he pisses excellence. Yes, exactly. It's another day at the office. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, but yeah, he, he couldn't be here today. He has a, a gig and for one of his many other projects that he's in. Oh, he's one of those guys. He is one of those guys. A man of many musical endeavors. He's in like four bands I know of, not including gospel groups. He's in Soul Vibe, which is a Morgantown group, uh, Quai, which is a rap collective. He's in, what's the other one? Digital Nomads. Yeah, he's in the Digital Nomads. Soul group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, wow. and he's in Us. And he plays a church. He plays for like... Mount Zion. He definitely plays for another church, oh, too, because yeah. he plays for one in Morgantown and one down here, too. Yeah. He's it ridiculous. takes a special individual to keep all that material straight. Yeah. yeah. He does it you with, know what I mean? with no, like on a whim. Yeah, right. It's like so not even a doesn't struggle to shift those gears. Not at all. No. We're not doing all. this today. Tomorrow we're going to yeah. do this. And he, he just seamlessly yeah. flows in and out. Yeah, he melds. Dick. So well, pretty much, yeah. Well, like we brought him to practice, and he had like listened to our songs just like a couple of times or something like that. And as soon as we started playing, just like just melted right into the music. It just added a whole nother layer, and we were all just like ecstatic because, you know, it was something I think everybody could hear. We just didn't know what, how it was gonna be, how great it was gonna be. And right, it's awesome. I've always loved a good keyboard player. Yeah. Like I play in a metal band, but like no matter what kind of genre, it's like we get, having someone throwing some ambience would be nice. Yeah, yeah. like no especially feel. for the live show and stuff like that. Like that's oh, where yeah. that shit really pops. Oh, no, for sure, really pops. We're so blessed to have him. We really are. Yeah. I have a lot of friends who are in metal bands that actually like they listen to our stuff and they really like it. And like yeah. I found that like. People that like metal are usually not very close-minded about music. And they're, not to say that they're, oh, well, they're more purist musicians, but they're more into musicianship exactly. than maybe artists of other genres. And they can they respect the chops. Exactly. Like, yeah. Somebody who listens to, like, you know, Lil Pump and Taylor Swift, they're not going to get us as right. much as somebody who, you know, listens to you know, prog metal or right. whatever. Respect this finger-picking part. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that goes along with, you know... how everybody's influences in the band like you know you connor being one of the people that have written a lot of the stuff that but with our music you know i can definitely hear a lot of that just in like the chord changes and stuff like some of the punky and some of like just like the rhythmic way that you play yeah um i don't know i can just definitely hear that in you and i could see how people would like that a lot you know i think that's just the cool thing about all of us having different music tastes is that there's just like a little bit of something in every song. It makes it unique. It does. <laughs> That's how our band is too, man. Yeah. We want to keep everybody loving what they love because there's something to bring to the table. Exactly. Exactly. If you really want to open it up and get the best creative product, it's you can't be like, well, we're trying to be this groove R&B, but just throw just it in. Exactly. Throw in the bluesy riff, Honestly. throw in, you know, that jazzy drum part. Yeah. You know, whatever. No, we talked yesterday, we have our live set has got a lot of funk songs actually. That, yeah. Like, we're not going to release, but we talked about releasing, just for the hell of it, about releasing a funk EP. Yeah. Because like, 
that's just something that has happened. Like it literally just happened. Yeah. They were the pretty cool songs, and we get a good response to them. But those it's like, those songs are so must be so much fun live. Oh, oh they are because they, they are. have a lot of lot of juice, a lot of legs for sure. You know, people kind of going. And like the rest of our set is like a very laid back, easy to listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not not very. I mean, it's energetic, but it's not you know fast and funky and stuff. So right, it's nice dynamics in the set. Yeah. I always enjoy myself at your shows, Thank but you. I might be biased. <laughs> you probably are biased. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it's a good, I don't know, I just feel very like happy when it's I very, go to your shows. Yeah. Thank good. you. Even when it gets slow. I'm very happy Even when shows. we get really sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even when we play Never Wanted. Oh my God. That was our first, the first song that Connor and I ever wrote. It's called Never Wanted. It's just... It's literally just instrumental, so, me and her. Yeah. It's it's just like poor pity me, basically. Like, Aww. and it gets really slow and dark. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, it's like one of those things where it's just an older song. And so, like, it's weird to come back to older songs that you've now written. Right, because we've songs. changed that is so, so true. much. You know? But, that's so true. But it's like, the minute that we're done playing it, we'll look at each other and be we're like, like yeah, okay, that's still a cool song. <laughs> right, <laughs> you, know? Right. you know when it's time to retire a, For a sure. Jam. Yeah, I mean, like, we really don't play it live. Mm-hmm. Um, we played at the Morgantown Sound Show just oh, because. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sent me the, the video of yeah. it. Yeah. I did. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's but, awesome. Yeah, no, but we really don't play it live anymore. Um or we never really did, honestly, just because it was Mm-mm. a completely different song than right. what we do. But, but I mean, it was a good moment. Like the the first time, I don't know. He just started playing. I had lyrics, and I started singing. That was like the first song we ever wrote. So it's a good feeling. I like to keep it. You know, yeah. just it was your baby. It was exactly, yeah. it was yeah. the yeah. first baby. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it was. You know, it's not going to be the most epic song you ever wrote, but there's something to that. To mm-hmm. that first one, that getting your feet wet experience. Yeah. Right. Just seeing what blooms out of, because it's an experiment. Yeah, exactly. Really, that whole release, that first thing you ever do is just one great big mad scientist experiment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going to happen because you have a vision for something, but it doesn't pan out, but that may not necessarily be a bad thing. Yeah. It's a process. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, I mean, that's what Blake was talking about. When I wrote, I mean, all of us help with writing. Derek and I, we write really well together. And Blake and I write really well together. But when I was writing a lot of the music and like the songs that are going to be in the album, I was in another band at the time um, from Hurricane. And it was a punk rock band. It was like an alternative, like it was this hard rock band. So every weekend I was, you know, chugging away and stuff. Right, but right. And then it would come back up here and I wouldn't have them. So I would play the Van Gilder stuff. And so like that's why, like... You know, you can hear that in Van Gilder, I think. At least I can. And some I, of the stuff you I really can. really hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, I, I think a good word for us would just be fusion in general because it's so many different things. That's awesome. You know, it really is. The melting pot. Yeah, it is. But I feel like if you're a music, a music lover in general, then you'll find one song at least that you like. Yeah, I agree. That resonates with you. I would describe you guys as really smooth. Just saying. Smooth as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Smooth with two O's. I think the term I came up with was uh, rhythm and blusion. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Blues fusion. I like awesome. that. I like that. Yeah. Where'd that come from? You Zach? better be working on patenting that, man. <laughs> this will come out in like two to three weeks, so get on Copyright it. pending. <laughs> Shout out to Zach Buckner. Do the poor man's patent. Just send, you know, the poor man's patent where you send it to yourself. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, I'll, I'll put it in my bad. journal. That holds up in court. You can see the shit out of someone with <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So what do you guys feel about? I always like to also do this because I have a bit of a grudge. But what do you think about sound guys? Dude, the sound guy at one two three is my favorite person. Roger. He is. He. I've never had with a the beard and the yeah. glasses. Dude, he's amazing. I, I, he's a sweetheart. He's amazing. He is a rare breed. He really I, is. Yeah, I've <laughs> never had a sound man as awesome as him. Yeah. Like every time I get on stage, I've never had to ask him for anything in any of my monitors ever. Yeah. I just get up there and I start playing it, and it always sounds good every time. He does have an uncanny ability. Yeah. To know what you want For sure And he gives it to you <laughs> He just knows Like he's just a very Knowledgeable guy And he's Like if you talk to him You know He's yeah. super nice And like he's used to Conversation Never with. overwhelmed I hate no. the overwhelmed Sound guy right? like How long have you been Doing this bro Dude Like yeah, like get the fuck out of here. Like we're just gonna do we're just gonna do our own sound. Just get the hell out of yeah. here. Yeah. I'll tell you what I need. Last time we did our own sound, we blew the PA, actually. Ooh. Yeah, that was the house show. Yeah. Uh, that was at the a one, two, three? No. What were you? Show. You just mic'd a, up everything in the No, we only mic'd up mic'd the bass vocals, drum. But we were just oh, bass drum the low end blew it out. Yeah. yeah, that's usually the culprit. That is what did it. Yeah. We have we had it, you know, it wasn't exactly too much a big, thump on that <laughs> kick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Was one of those house parties where like it just went. It was like it started out at moderate or started out a little bit louder than it probably should have been, and then just slowly got louder and louder as the night went on. <laughs> and then like our last song or last two songs, like the whole thing just died. And then we, after that, you know, we just kind of called our set, and then people would come up and just jam. And I ended up playing guitar for like three hours straight. It yeah. was awful. It was like I was sober by the end of it because I couldn't stop. Yeah, we finished the keg before you even stopped playing. I know. I went out. I was like, <laughs> I was so mad. I would like to say something about that as well. So after we stopped playing, I gave my guitar to somebody because I wasn't going to do what Blake did Be and not musicians. drink the keg. So I gave my guitar to some guy. Like He was just there at the party. Um, whoever that guy is, I'm still trying to find you because I mean, I'm talking like he took my guitar, like I pulled it like this, like you're supposed to. He took it like this and just. <gasps> I mean, oh, I had dude. marks, like scratch marks. He looked like a cat. Guy First guitar. of all, a guitar's yeah. like a vehicle. You don't fuck with another person's vehicle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can yeah. hate me and make it as per the personal touch of doing that. It, it's on. It's like I want to kill your fucking dog. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to kill something you love. Yeah, that's what you deserve. <laughs> I mean, it, it looks like it looks like somebody took, I don't know, a screwdriver the and balls just on that scraped guy. it across it the fucking guitar. Yeah. Oh, like, dude, it, they abused it. It was he, horrible. He must have thought he was like playing for Nirvana or something. Yeah, yeah. Don't, like, don't give your guitar to somebody else. I, I just kind of like, yeah. I, I don't like, I'm not a big fan of like giving my guitar to other people to play. Yeah. yeah. Unless I really trust them and know that they're not going to fuck it up. Everybody plays differently, and some people apparently like to beat the shit out of other people's guitars. <laughs> yeah, yeah I got a similar story to that. Like, the first show we ever played was a house show, and, of course, there was no PA, so we had to mm. provide our own to make the show happen. And we're playing with two other bands. The first band, within the first five minutes, you have to understand that this PA is, like, four months old. Mm -hmm. So other, it hasn't left the practice space. Yeah, so it's, like, brand new. Guy starts just curb stomping my monitors, just what? going up there and just like kicking my fucking monitor. Oh my god! And like, <laughs> my guitarist just sees me over there, just 
<laughs> just like seething in rage. And then I lost it because douchebag playing guitar thought he was in the Dillinger escape plan and started just throwing his axe and guitar flipping and shit. Well, he didn't realize that his cord wasn't as long as he thought it was, and it like wrapped around like the stand, and it just created like this corkscrew when he spun that it knocked one of the main speakers oh. right over. Oh and it was God. like slow motion, like in the movies. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's no. like, mm. <laughs> and you can't do anything except make a stupid face. Oh my God. <laughs> so, needless, that was nearly a brawl. Our oh, first yeah. show ever just <laughs> nearly erupting in a brawl. Like, I ran up oh and I was like, you motherfucker, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> And my guys are just like, don't worry about it, Rabbi. We're going to take care of it, man. Just get him out of here. It's so hot. Oh just because it's like, you douchebags. Like, yeah. how long have you been in a band? Like, yeah. it's one thing if you want to put a foot on a monitor or whatever. But dude was curb stomping. Oh, my God. Monitors are Stented to this dude. day, bro. Yeah. Wow. Grinds my gears here. every time. Oh, my God. No, I mean, Thanks. I got most of the marks off my guitar, but the, the pick guard is permanently damaged. So public service announcement, kids, boys and girls, musicians everywhere. You don't fuck with someone else's equipment. And if you do, you get what you get. Damn straight. Damn new straight. stuff. You buy them new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah. It's like, well, how would you like it if I broke your shit? You yeah. wouldn't like it. You wouldn't exactly. even like it if I threw your phone. Now, how about this exactly. it's PA like, system that's like four grand? It's like the equivalent of like a king somebody's car or like, you know, oh, yeah. a king personal. somebody's door. It is. It's, it's personal. It's really personal. I would take it less personally if you like egg my house or like vandalize my oh, house. Oh, yeah. I mean, like it's you, like, ah, I've been drunk. I've egged something. That's funny. Who hasn't been there? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. Who but hasn't like, had a few cocktails and decided like, oh, well, let's be 12 again. Yep. <laughs> Good times. Damn. Shout out to anyone who's out there egging houses later in life than they should be. <laughs> so you guys got a couple gigs coming up. You got an album coming up. You going to look into the Kickstarter thing? For sure. You know, it's still something that... We're definitely considering. Um, you should. I, I definitely. Let the fans help you out. You'd be surprised. For sure. Um, you know how much love you're going to get doing that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, and cultivating a fan base is definitely something that is on the top of you know, my checklist for this band. And Yeah. Um, giving back to them and giving back to Morgantown and the community and West Virginia artists in general is just something that I wanted to and that the Kickstarter would help us for the album and also could help the charity that we do, you know. It's a huge platform where people just like to see what's going on. Like we got people donating in England, Australia for our last one. It's really surprised. There's people who literally just go on there and look for projects that would interest them and that's their thing. That's awesome. They're into crowdfunding. That's super cool. I feel like your last show was Soul Vibe and Kwai, or Kwai? Yeah, it? yeah, it's Kwai. Mm -hmm. yeah. I feel like that had, like, a cool, I don't know, I mean, it was, like, way more diverse than any other show I've been to at 1, 2, 3. Yeah. And just, like, a different set of listeners and, like... Right, yeah. I felt really good at that show also. Yeah. I really yeah. liked it. Just because everyone was so supportive. Like, so yeah. many people came up to me and, like, everyone else 100%. after. We exchanged numbers and stuff, so yeah. it was just really cool. It's great. Yeah. I met more people at that show than I met at a lot of other shows. I mean, mm -hmm. just everybody that was at that show and the other bands, all the fans that were there were just so supportive and it was great. It was a good vibe. Yeah. For sure. It was a good soul vibe. Soul vibe. Yeah. <laughs> nice. They were great, dude. Don't you yeah. hate playing that show where, like, no one's hanging out? Like, I realize that it isn't just, like, summer camp and not everyone needs to be friends, but I guess 
make an make an attempt, make an effort to hang out with the other bands. You'd be surprised sure. what opportunities come about from that. Yeah. Because it's a community thing. Or just respect. Yeah, just even if it's just like, hey, man, you know, I really like this. Or if you just want to do the generic, hey, great set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You'd be surprised where that gets you. No, for sure. I mean, like, we really haven't run into that in Morgantown at all. I mean, That's cool. All the bands that we've played with, honestly, we've had really good experiences with. And it's been really, really great. And they've been really supportive. Um, But... Good, just give it time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's definitely going to happen. You know, yeah, it is, it is. But, but you can't control it. You just be personable. You say what's up. Because I'm all about the hang yeah, at the show. For sure, The man. pre-hang. There's a lot of downtime. Yeah. So I'm just all about the hangs. Yeah, dude. Parking lot hangs. I just love meeting people at shows, you know? It's sure. Just like it's meeting your... You know, your peers, you know. Merch table hangs. Yeah, yeah. I was always surprised that, like, the bigger names, like Chris Jacobs and DJ Williams, they, like, were super talkative and, like, really involved, so... That was yeah. nice. Something to, something to take note right there. Yeah. I mean, Chris Jakes, was, he's huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he was, like, and so nice. He yeah. was. Didn't he play with, like, Willie Nelson or someone? He literally, the week before he played with us, he played with um, a Phil Lesh from the Grateful oh, Dead okay. at oh, the wow. Hollywood Bowl. Wow. Yeah. What a gig. It's like, yeah. That, he did that. And that shit was the... most certainly sold out. What a gig. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, the guys, man. It was funny. We, uh... We had showed up and him and his guys were outside just like smoking a cigarette or something like that. And we took some gear in and came back out and went over and introduced ourselves and shook hands. I was like, hey, Mr. Jacobs, super cool to meet. He's like, dude, it's Chris. Like, don't even don't even try. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. We know who the top dog is here right now, but you know, sure. What's up, Chris? Yeah. Great dude. Shout out to Chris Jacobs. Yeah, no shout out, Chris Jacobs. Their band is unbelievable. Yeah. Their bassist is unbelievable the guitarist is amazing yeah. chris jacobs himself is just a pure talent their drummer is one of the best drummers i've ever seen just it's full package for yeah, sure it is full package band yeah. slightly butthurt i didn't get to play his drum set because it sounds so good <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like a vintage lug give me a few set. hits just give me a few hits <laughs> just a tap <laughs> so we rack that snare a couple times <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, awesome. but he was just like super personable. I mean, he yeah. literally didn't. We were, we we were small band out of a nowhere town in West Virginia, and he 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 got like he, he talked to respect, every one of us. You know, yeah. nice. he he had like no superior attitude at all, mm-hmm. which was really nice to see from somebody that you know is his size. Right, really nice. I yeah. think when you're involved in entertaining. There's going to be so many highs and lows. Like, how dare you have an ego? Yeah. Like, you're not doing it enough to get humbled like you should be humbled For if sure. you have that ego. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, an ego is a, not a bad thing on stage because, you well, know, you be, have... Being confident in what you're doing... Exactly. Is, ...is one thing. But having an ego towards other musicians, like, it's a competition. Music sure. should not be a competition. It's not for you to decide. It's not for me to decide. Yeah. You Like, you do what you do and you let them decide. Exactly. You being like, man, you know... I thought we killed it tonight, but fuck these guys who played earlier. It's like, you just look like an asshole. Yeah, honestly. You know, like, yeah. I mean, there was a point where, like, everybody was pretty bad. Right. You know? And, yeah. Like, you know, like, you got to know where you came from. You got to know that you played some shit gigs for nobody. Exactly. Even your family were looking at their watches and cell phones. <laughs> and like, How many songs deep are we in? Oh, my God, man. Like, when your parents got into, like, our first show we had, it was, like, in a restaurant and... My, oh wow! All of our family came the entire yeah. time. Everybody's just standing up with phones, oh like zooming in, oh. and it's like, oh my god! Like that—that that was your opportunity to enforce a strict no phone policy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly, put your phone in the pouch. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever been to one of those concerts? 
Where no. like you have to put your phone in a pouch and they, no. they lock your phone so you can't have it during the concert. No. no. Yeah. I haven't done that. I, I've been to quite a few sh- shows with a no phone policy where if they see you with it, they're going to kick you out. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, I saw Jack White. In, He's uh, one of the most infamous ones for yeah. that. I saw Jack. Gung Ho. I've never heard of them. Or no, he's gung ho oh. about just being oh. like, I you get about, that motherfucker right there out of the front band. row. <laughs> no, uh, I saw him in Grand Rapids, Michigan, whenever I was living in Michigan, and um, I as you like go in, like you get your ticket scanned and stuff, and then you come up to another table and they like they hand you a little green pouch and you put your phone in the green pouch and they lock the pouch and you take your phone with you and it's locked inside this little thing. So you go inside and you can't open it. The only way you can open it is when you leave the venue, they unlock it for you. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. So like nobody had their phones for the entire show. And I'm not going to lie. It was one of the most badass shows I've ever been to. Everybody. You want to take a down. couple of pics, fine, but don't vicariously live the show through your phone when exactly. you're present at the yeah. show. Exactly. Like I just don't get it. That's why yeah. YouTube's there, you know? Yeah. Right, right. You, know? you can watch a video of a show all you want. Right, a like, shitty handheld camera video. Yeah, you know, but like... Do people actually go back and watch those? Because let's be honest, like, the only video I watch on my, like, in my camera roll is, like, the Van Gilder set that we had live streamed. Like, that's it. I don't go back and watch anything I ever record. I hardly ever look at my pictures. When mm. People are just like, do people actually do that? It could. We could definitely weed out a lot of uh, unnecessary data on YouTube by getting <laughs> oh rid God. of all the shitty show recordings. <laughs> yeah, right? for sure. It oh. doesn't bother me, but yeah. that's just one of those things. People know a shitty record. Like, don't judge me because of the handheld <laughs> recording. You know that wasn't yeah. appropriate to do this kind of thing anyway. Mm-hmm. For sure. Fucking people with their phones. (laughs) Did you ever hear about uh, how the lead singer of Neutral Milk Hotel is like terribly afraid of social media and the internet? He won't allow phones or any kind of like photos at his show Mm -hmm. because he is like, he has a severe phobia of uh, social media. The Mm -hmm. last show he played. Um, he told everybody that was announcement before the show, please don't take pictures. Like, and then as soon as it came out, like the first song, as somebody did it, he walked off. <gasps> oh, poor Bob. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, no refunds, bitches. It's <laughs> <laughs> the easiest gig I've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> After a while, he's just going to start making it up. Be like, I saw a guy I with a phone back I there. Swear. <laughs> Damn. That's funny. Wait, where was he? Ah, he was back there somewhere. <laughs> he had a black T-shirt on. Who's to say? Like, yeah, I'm gonna go play Xbox now. Yeah, go yeah. back on the bus, <laughs> play Resident <laughs> Evil too. Yeah, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Daniel. I know you're playing games. Right now. Um, just kind of, uh, you know, winding down here. What do you guys? Anything you guys want to cover before um, we piece it out? We're creeping up on the hour mark here pretty soon. So cool, cool. Well, what? Uh, Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to say? Any shout outs? Any fuck yous? I love a good fuck you as much as I love a shout out. <laughs> Do I got a fuck you? Uh, no. Call somebody out. Come you on, we're <laughs> lovers here. It's Maintain our PR, I don't think. <laughs> the only fuck you I have is to the whoever the, yeah, you're the a, guy that whoever yeah. fucked up my guitar. <laughs> fuck yeah. you guys. And anybody that looks like him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he looks like. It could be it could have been a girl. That I, mold. I know a girl played my guitar too. But that mold of human <laughs> yeah. that picks up another person's instrument. <laughs> yeah. Defiles it irresponsibly. Um I have a couple shout outs that I would like to say while we have a platform. Sure. 
definitely, first of all, to uh, Fletcher's Grove on One Two Three, that they were the first. Um, mm-hmm. Ryan Krofcheck, the lead yeah, singer. Yeah, I know Ryan. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. He was the he was like the first guy to ever put on for us. He got us our first show, One Two Three, which yeah. led to every other single show and opportunity we've had since. Um, so without them, we would really we wouldn't be a band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, definitely to all the bands. Um, in Morgantown, like all the local, like the the community that we've found, like it's just been extremely supportive. And I feel like the like when people think of the West Virginia music scene, they really don't think of Morgantown that much. I feel like they think more of Charleston and Huntington. Really, I feel yeah. That's that's kind of strange considering like, you know Motown's kind of got that artsy fartsy yeah. reputation. <laughs> For sure, but I feel like I mean, like um, I mean, like you know, both of us are are from down there, and a lot right. of bands they just won't even make the drive up. Because right, they, they, they don't know. It's it's a bitch of a drive. It's it it's is. not a it's not an easy gig. It's three hours. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Blake for making Shout that out drive. To Blake. Like, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, every week. He's he's lived at home. I'm not at home, but back in Hurricane. I mean, ever since we started, and he's just he's put wow, so much you're time making it every week, bro. Yeah, well, well not every week. Not a, just about I, every was. other week. He's bi-weekly. That's still really impressive. Yeah, and then living in Athens, Ohio right now. Okay. So it was like a two and a half hour drive. 30 minute wow. cut off. But, you know, our music to me is totally worth it. As soon yeah. as I heard what they had, like on SoundCloud, I was pretty much all in and right. I'm really happy to, to be doing it. Hell yeah. It's worth it to me. Um, definitely, if you're listening, please go check out our yeah, drop movie. all the plugs. Yeah, I mean, like, our link is on our, our Facebook page, Instagram page, um, which is our Instagram is at Van Gilder 304, um, right? Or no, Van it's Gilder. Van Gilder, West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those two. But we'll attach a leak or something to this when it gets posted. Yeah, we'll, we'll post yeah. all the all the links and, For and sure. any, all the web locations yeah. where people can find your stuff and stay informed, man. Yeah. You guys on Bands in Town or anything like that where people can track your gigs? Ooh, no. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I had a my buddy in Duquesne. They're in out of Huntington. Shout out to them. They're really great. Uh, I have that Banson Town app, and I was just looking at shows that around our area, and they were on there, and they didn't even know it. Yeah. So that's a good question. Let's. We've probably been on there honestly. Just have no idea. Yeah, get that. It's just well, another, just an, another awesome resource you for know, sure. to let people know what you're doing. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, but besides that, a shout out to Chris Kusky as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're really excited about Check out his album, Dandelion. Yes, for, for sure. sure. Um, I don't know. I don't really have much else. Oh, if you listen to Hello June, by the way, I, I, I've gotten really into that album, her new album. Yeah. He's familiar with Hello June. I, I know of her. I'm not super familiar with the Man. with the music, but I'm gonna have to check it out because I hear a lot of rumblings. It's unbelievable. It's, it's really good. I saw her at the uh, in the V Club for my first time. Uh, I forget who else was playing, but Bud Carroll was filling in as a guitar player for her. And my buddy in Duquesne was over at Bud Carroll's house, and I was just hanging out with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bud Carroll's from uh, American Minor, from you know back in the early 2000s. Oh wow! And uh, they were. They're a really good uh, rock band. Anyways, he's filling in for guitar. I went and saw them. I was blown away. Bought all their music, and then like, super good. Very, very good. Just good songwriting. Honestly, yeah, it's really, just really, is. really good songwriting. And she's just got like a very mature poise to her music that I love. Yeah, mm-hmm. seems very old soul. Yeah, it's very you know? old soul. No, it is. It's like it's like new indie rock mixed with like 
her voice is like really deep and beautiful. Like it, it sounds like like a classic rock singer voice. I don't know how to describe it. It's just it, something. You it's gotta raw, check out. but just yeah, so big. No, it is. Yeah, one hundred percent. Give Hello June a listen. Yeah, for sure. Check it out. But uh, no, besides that, I don't think I have anything. Guys, do you, do you have anything? Uh, you guys want to plug the gigs one more time? Uh, yeah, sure. Plug them gigs. So March 16th at 123 Pleasant. Um, March 21st also at 123 Pleasant. And then March 23rd in Wheeling. Wheeling to be announced. Yeah. To be announced, yeah. We'll be announcing that on our Facebook and Instagram. So give them a like. Give them a follow. Yep. Please it costs, do. It costs you nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so click it or you're a piece of shit. <laughs> and I hope someone sends you one of those weird... Uh, <laughs> dark web boxes to oh, your home. Oh, sweet. God <laughs> knows what's in it. <laughs> oh, no. Well, if I get one, and now I know it definitely came from you. <laughs> well, I mean, you had it coming, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, the only other shout-out I want to give is to Wasted Local Talent. Thank you so much yeah. for having us yeah, on. This, is, this has been great. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, we really, really appreciate it. I wish you guys are doing for artists in the state. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for having or. Thank you so much for coming (laughs) on today. Uh, You guys are awesome. So check them out, people.